Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 47 of the Chamberlain and Chance podcast. My name is Chamberlain. I write InfiniteBacklog.com, and joining this joining us this evening from a different place, perhaps a a better place, at least a more reasonable place, is Chance of the Games of Chance. That blogspot.com. Chance, how does it feel up there today? Smug. Smug. Yeah, it's, it's, it's cloudy with a chance of smug. Cloudy. Only a chance? Only yeah. a chance. But actually, the weather is gorgeous. Like, it is fucking November <laughs> up here, and you, it's it's like, I don't know how to explain it in, like, American... No, I, like, I it, completely it's, get it's it. It's beach weather. No, it's, it's yeah, around here lately, it's been, like, in the mid-50s Fahrenheit for, yeah, you know... Like it's yeah. just, it's, it's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. And, and also here is Alex, who has survived. He's still here, most of him anyway. A couple pieces. Alex, how are you doing? I'm I'm up there. Okay. We got the mouth. We got the brain. That's all we need. <laughs> the rest of them will come along later. We, we have his heart somewhere. So we're not going to get too much into the difficulty of the last 24 hours because that's not why we're here. That's not why we hope people listen to us. We're going to let, try. Let this be a haven from all those thoughts. <laughs> yes, we're we're going to try to keep it as light as we can today. Chance, please. Oh, who was it called? I saw Mr. Perfect with uh, Anna Kendrick and Sam. Um, oh, Alex, help me out. Hmm. Sam Rockwell. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that was fun. That was a fun show. That yeah, was. I really liked that. Is that oh, new? I will, I don't, I will, I've never even heard of that movie. It was in theaters last year, I think, uh, or early this year, and it's okay. kind of like a romantic uh, comedy, or not even a romantic comedy. It's more an action comedy than a romantic comedy. Hmm. Okay. And Sam, Anna Sam Kendrick's great in everything. Say what? Oh, Sam, yeah. Yeah. And this really takes advantage of, of his need to dance and everything. It makes it really, <laughs> it, it's really an intrinsic part of the character, and it's really, really cool. And Anna Kendrick's character is just a whack job. Like, she really is not particularly likable, but she's still really endearing somehow, and you'll love her. Hmm. And fuck, it's a, it was it was fun. It was a fun show. It was like that um, that Tom Cruise one with Cameron Diaz. Oh, Night and Day. Night and Day, yeah. yeah. Where you, you didn't expect it to be fun. That's a fun show. Hmm. Yeah. I'll, I'll look it up. Netflix? Canadian Netflix? My Netflix? Canadian Netflix. It is on Canadian Netflix. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Add that to the list of things that are better. It gets um, colder there than it gets here. Sorry. Yeah, Sorry. it does. It does. Sorry. Sorry. Well, to to keep it on movies for a moment, did you guys see the Wonder Woman trailer? Just like, uh, yeah. 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 Now, I, I don't want to bang the same drum that I was banging with Tomb Raider, but did that strike any of you as a bit too aggressively feminist? Uh, but that's what bit. Wonder Woman is, isn't it? Is it was it was it always? I I don't know that it was so. Uh, how to put it. Gradient. It felt it felt fumbly, right? It felt awkward. Yeah. To me, it's like um, it's like turning to the camera and saying, "Black people are people too," <laughs> and you're like, "Why the fuck would yeah, you put well, it like that? Like, well, what the yeah. hell? <laughs> what do you, what do you do? like? It's 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 that kind of awkwardness. I don't think it needed to go that far, but I really like the actress as the character. Yeah, she looks she she fits the part. Yeah, but and it. I don't know. It, it feels so much like like Captain America, though. I mean, it's yes, the same it really does. World War One. Well, this is World War One, and Captain America is World War Two. But it's the same mm-hmm. period piece, but not period piece. I mean, it's it's not going up against much. So if the if the movie is okay, my God, it's a miracle. If the movie's okay, it's way better than the last couple. Of DC yeah, movies. exactly, exactly. So did either of you see Doctor Strange? Because I, I did not. Did okay. Did. Okay. And? Dish dish. Uh I wasn't entirely focused. Something else was going on on my, on my phone at the time, but okay. it was good. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is basically Doctor House becomes magic. Oh <laughs> shit! There's that Hugh Laurie. It, it wasn't again. bad. Okay. okay. It's oh, the humor doesn't really hit, mm-hmm. but it's not bad, and the ending is smart. Um, okay, well, let, let, put it uh, put it somewhere in the pantheon of the Marvel Marvel movies. Oh, better than X, but worse than Y. Uh, better than Iron Man two. That's not hard. Yeah, uh, not as good as Iron Man three. Well, well I consider well, okay. Iron Man three to be the worst of the trilogy. I like Iron Man three. It's not so, a shitty metric. Um, so either way, I'm not feeling good about this. Where, where, where does it? Okay, Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. Where are we compared uh, to that? I would say about 25 percent worse than Guardians. That's still pretty good. It's really okay, good. So it's Guardians 25 percent of Guardians. It's got yeah. really good ideas. Okay. Hmm. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm 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 on board with that. 
Because uh, the final uh, battle is a battle of wits. And I really enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> Never go in against a Sicilian when death, <laughs> when is, death on is on the line. When death is on the line. I couldn't do that list when you tried. What you uh, play? Did uh, you get yourself Pro? Uh, no, Pro is tomorrow. Okay. Pro is tomorrow, and I, I have my PlayStation 4 packed up in its original box, because I'm one of those weirdos that keeps his boxes. Yeah. So the PS4 is in his box. I backed it up to a USB hard drive. It's ready to go. And what's hilarious is, is just as I'm getting the PS4 Pro, what shows up in the queue, but, well, Call of Duty, which I'm playing on Xbox, and ReCore. So I've got mm-hmm. an actual, you know, exclusive for Xbox One. But I did go through and rework my entire Gamefly queue to... Anything that is improved on the Pro is now coming in on the PS4 Pro, which is everything. That's so, a long list, yeah. Yeah, the poor Xbox is going to see very little use for quite some time now. Um, but hey, 4K pretties. I will let you know next week how it works, because I've got... I mean, I own a couple of them. I'll, I'll load up Last Light, see how that looks. Um, I've got Thumper. I'm going to buy Res. I've got enough stuff that's already on the list that I'll be able to tell you, you What's know, last how it light? looks. Last Light. Last Light. What's Last Light? Is it... No, um... um why can't I think of it? Uh, the the electric guy, I forgot the whole name of it. Oh, Infamous First Light. First Light, Last Light, First Light. Okay. You got that on disc? No, I'll download it. Oh, okay. okay. I already bought it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really so I'll reinstall it. Last Light was Metro. That was Metro 2555 Last Light. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I, the, the, the Pro is coming home tomorrow, and we'll, we'll see what's all about it. Um, I, I gave up on Vermintide very quickly. Alex, you're exactly right. It is left for dead, except, you know, rats. <laughs> um, and So it's multiplayer. It's multiplayer. It's designed to be multiplayer. When you're playing by yourself, your team is filled up with bots, which at first wasn't bad because the bots kind of stayed out of my way which allowed me to kind of accomplish objectives and kill things by myself. But then I realized that the bots ignoring you is, is bad because they don't res you. <laughs> so I got hooked up. There's this, I mean, just like um, uh, Left for Dead, there's different kinds of enemies, different kinds of rats. There's like regular rats and there's giant hulking rats. And then there's a rat called the uh, Packmaster that has a, a noose on a stick. And it'll sneak up behind you and loop it around your neck and drag you away. And if your people who are with you are quick, they just kill the packmaster and you're fine. But if he gets you too far away, he stands the stick up on the ground and hangs you. Yeah, it's actually pretty grotesque looking. And even while you're hanging there, you've got a few seconds before you die. And I got caught a half an hour into a level with no checkpoints because that's how the game works. And I watched this fucking AI walk past me three times, look at me and go, eh... I'm going to go over here. You know, you're just meat. I don't need to save you. So, yeah, that, that got turned off pretty quick. I... To, uh, to go off topic of video games, but stay on the topic of rats for one in- what I think is an interesting moment. Do you guys know what a king rat is? Yes. No. Alex, explain. King rat is when a bunch of rats are stuck in a warren together, and it gets dirty, and they all their, their uh, tails get tangled, and they're just they're one mass of rats. Okay. Yep. And it just moves around as one massive living thing trying to Ew. consume everything. Yes. That's gross. Fucking disgusting. Okay. Wasn't that so, an inside? No. <laughs> uh, okay, so, so you put away Vermintide. I put away Vermintide, and then I, I had nothing, so I went looking through the freebies for PlayStation Plus, and I came across the Deadly Tower of Monsters. Mm. Which I saw uh, you playing that, and I felt yes, bad. Because everybody, no, no, see, here's the thing. It's Ace Team, and I have a soft spot for Ace Team and their humor. The hell have they done? Uh, they did Xenoclash 1 and 2. Rock of Ages. And they did Rock of Ages. Yeah, Xenoclash is the first person brawler, and they did Rock of Ages. And Rock of Ages is if Monty Python made a game about rolling a boulder down a hill crushing people, this would be the game. So it's actually kind of funny, Rock of Ages is. And what Deadly Tower of Monsters is, is it's, it's a pretty rote, isometric action game. But the story is... It's, it's a DVD of a terrible old sci-fi movie with the DVD commentary running the whole time. <laughs> so it's kind of narr- narrated by the director, who's just this incompetent boob. Um, and he, whenever you die, he's like, wait, I don't remember going this way. You got the wrong you know, scene or something like that. And eventually it ends up breaking the fourth wall. Um, as a game, not so good, but, but as something that made me chuckle... I, it was worth the price of nothing that I paid for two evenings worth of, of, of you know, distraction. As entertainment. As entertainment, yes. I wouldn't call it much of a game. I mean, Ace Team, 
they're, they're so hit or miss. I mean, the, the, the first person, Xenoclash were actually decent brawlers, and Rock of Ages was funnier than it was anything else, and then they made Abyss Odyssey, which was terrible. Um, so hopefully they're coming back, because I just realized they're making Rock of Ages 2. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's PS Plus, it's free, give it a half an hour, see what you think of it. I forgot to force a score out of you. Score for Vermintide. Uh, see, I am not equipped or qualified to give you an answer to that because I didn't play the game it was meant to be played. That is a multiplayer game, and I played it by myself. And and because I played it by, by myself, I hit a wall where I could no longer proceed, where the AI was just not either smart enough or generous enough to let I me keep going. So I don't want to rank that one right, because it's not a fair... Deadly Tower of Monsters is... is it's, if I had to pay for it, I'd be upset, but it's like a six and a half, seven. I mean, it's not. It was funny. I, I, I liked the funny parts, and then I had to play for a little while, and then it was funny again. <laughs> you tried the Stanley Parable, right? No, I didn't, but I really should play that. It's it's starts off funny and then gets amazing. I played the Stanley Parable demo, well, the which whole was funny game by itself. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I should play that. That would you, actually run on you my see the video when you just walk in a closet and lock yourself in, and there's like an hour of like the narrator getting mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. So, uh, Alex, what do you play this week? Uh, I kind of got back into Far Cry 4. Hmm. Thought I'd give it another shot, and I like it a lot better than the first time. Now, is this just because you are you got the hot new video card? Yeah, kind of. It runs a lot better now. Um... But yeah, I never give it a fair shot. I played it right after I f- played Far Cry 3. I saw too many similarities. And now that like I've had some time in between, like it is I, I it's got the best objectives, but a less interesting environment. I found it I found it a lot more beautiful than uh, than Far yeah, Cry 3. Just because of the just because of like the Tibetan thing. Yeah, it's got a great sense of culture. Yes, it's, mm. I, I found it very very beautiful. In the same way I thought Primal was just Beautiful, oh, gorgeous game, but that um, that structure that Ubisoft created for the Far Cry game with three, it, it was still so beautiful. It was still yeah. so perfect. I just you go and 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 you never stop having fun. Like the way they like they put like challenges between behind unlocking skills, mm-hmm. and those skills help you get other stuff. And like it, 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 the closer I've looked at it, the better I feel about it. Did you play Primal? I have not. Oh. Hasn't had a decent enough discount yet. Yeah, okay. I like Primal a lot. Speaking of which, yeah, what I'll... is free on PC this week? There's a Oh yeah, uh, Blood Dragon is free on PC this week. Oh, you should totally play Blood Dragon. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. It's really good. Yep. I missed that Skyrim HD thing, but it turns out I wasn't missing much either. Yeah, isn't it like I, I saw a bunch of headlines today that it's kind of sh- like technically shit? Yeah, it's like, hey, there's God Rays now. Yay. <laughs> it's probably a bigger deal for the console people. Like PS4 Pro Skyrim HD is supposed to be a lot better than the original one, but that just puts it on par with what the PC version used to be at decent settings. So well, I didn't I didn't look into it, but uh, let me pop over to Eurogamer. It's in 64-bit, um, and apparently that's a huge thing for modders. Like a huge really? bad thing or a huge good like thing? A huge good thing. Now they can oh, put okay. way more shit in it. Well, that makes sense. Skyrim Special Edition patch causing game crashes on PC, PS4, Xbox One. Oh, Players okay. trying to load their saved Skyrim Special Edition games are reporting freezes and then abrupt game closures. Well, that's uh, not new. This is this is still Bethesda. Yeah. <laughs> patches responsible are 1.1 on PC and 1.03 on PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, we're looking yeah. into these crash reports. Thank you for the feedback. We'll let you guys know as soon as possible. Hmm. Not surprised. Although... I played all the way through Skyrim without a single, you know, game ending or game crashing bug. Wow. I ran into one quest that I couldn't finish, but it was a side quest. But apart from that, nothing. That is weird. That is really impressive. Yeah, I, I got really lucky. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know how to explain it. Same thing with Fallout 4. I mean, Fallout 4, I, there was nothing in there that really broke for me. Ah, that's the one thing I'm pissed about with my new card. Hmm. Fallout 4 being weird? No, just the loading time is like a minute oh, and a half longer. Yeah. Just because. Everything else is great. <laughs> so do you think you're going to finish Far Cry 4? Oh, I already have. I might no. finish it again. I'm, 
Like, I got way into, like, unlocking all the weapons I wanted, and I, like, I'm 40% into it, but, like, I played, like, maybe 12 hours. Like, there's a lot of shit to do in the first half. Yeah, my problem was once I once I got the guns that I wanted and had all the upgrades I wanted, I was like, then why am I doing anything else? The story missions aren't bad. I just got to Willis. He's a lot more interesting than I remembered him being. No, it's, it's good. It's solid. It's fun. Yeah. But... All the other stuff, like the reason for doing all the other stuff is upgrading yourself, but yeah. usually. Um, That's not the, unusual for the Far Cry games. Is if you're playing slowly, you'll max yourself out a good 25% before the game is done. Yeah. And, I mean, that happened in Primal, too. It's just, if, if, you're, if you're being careful, being thorough is the right word for it, you run out of reasons to be thorough. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. I thought like, so, the branching path kind of tired him out a little too much. There's too much of the golden path, not enough pagan men. <laughs> yeah, that I would have loved more pagan men. He's like he's in there as much as Hoyt, and there's no yeah. boss. Yeah. Um. So after now, the deadly tower monsters is put to bed. What's next on the docket? Uh. Well, I, I am prepared to tell you in in full seriousness that Call of Duty Infinite Warfare is a good single player game. Yeah. And it is good because it doesn't feel like a Call of Duty game. The shooty part feels like Killzone, and it's got a decent Wing Commander ripoff for the flying parts. the The combat just feels heavier, because you know yeah, I mean you play the Killzone games. The, yeah, the yeah. Killzone games have weight to them. Love the Killzone games. And it's not it's not as good as like the best Killzone games, but it, it's closer to that than the weightless feeling of the Call of Duty games, where you're like like you're not even walking, you're kind of hovering around doing things. The actions feel like they have weight. Enemies feel like they have, they have presence in there. Um, the, the actual firefights feel better designed. The enemies are, are actually they're I mean they're actually evil this time. I mean the Hellgast are bad dudes. Well, this Martian front guys they're bad dudes and they they, they feel they, they they feel imposing. Uh, and then the flying parts actually are fun. Like, you're flying around a ship doing missions, and it feels like... I remember Wing Commander being a million years ago when I played it on my 3DO. It's, it's, of course, it's short. I'm going to probably finish it tonight, but I have not played Battlefield 1 yet. I, I think people are going to unfairly ignore Call of Duty uh, Infinite Warfare because it's in space. I would be surprised if that were the case. Well, Call no, people, people aren't going to play the single player. Like, like, the game has been out for, what, a week now? A week and a half? And... I'm unlocking achievements in the single player that less than 5% of the people have unlocked. It's like people skip the single player just to play multiplayer. Yeah, like, this, is the best single, this is the best single player they've had in, since Black Ops. But people don't play... You play the single... I play single player. You play single player. The people who make Call of Duty what Call of Duty is, yeah, they take I it know. home and wrap it. They go right into multiplayer. Uh, but, 100% they do. There's, it's actually good this time. There's this really cool uh, droid character. Not droid's the wrong term, but he's a robot. And his name is Ethan. And he has personality. He's this smart-ass robot that your character is constantly saying, button it up, Ethan, because he's messing with the other Marines. He's got feeling and, and depth to him and, and, and out of a robot in a Call of Duty game. So they put work into the single player, and no one's going to notice. I really didn't need to hear that. I remember, I remember watching the trailer for it. I don't remember if it was a PSX or E3 or something, but I was watching this trailer for. It didn't have a title yet, and like shooting these guys in space and jumping around on the on the you know hood of a spaceship and everything. Yeah. It looked amazing. I was yes. like, "What the hell is this?" Oh, Call of Duty, fuck that. And, and that's, that's but it the looks problem. so good. Yeah, that, the, the problem is Call of Duty for some people like you has a lot of just ill will against it because of who plays it, for, for lack of a better way of saying it. But, I mean, they made they made a good single-player game this time. I mean, I, I don't know why, <laughs> because it really isn't required, but I'm really enjoying it. I'm going to be sad when it's done, because I think I have, like, one or two missions left. And you didn't like Titanfall 2. No, I haven't played Titanfall 2 yet. Oh, yeah. Who am I Titanfall 1 was bullshit. Ah. <laughs> because there was no single-player anything. And I actually didn't really like the multiplayer much. I will, I mean, I will play Titanfall 2. I just shifted that over because that's supposed to run better um, on PS4 Pro, so that'll get played eventually. Everyone who uh, played the beta for Titanfall 2 was really pissed off about it. And everyone I know who loved the first Titanfall was really pissed off about the changes in the... Yeah, in the see, one. I won't even touch the multiplayer. I'll play a single player again, and that's supposedly pretty, pretty good too, so... Um, so, so, Alex, are you, are you going to keep up with Far Cry, or you got something else coming down the pike? 
I'm getting dishonored too. You see that launch trailer? Why? The launch trailer. I didn't see it. You did? Oh. I saw that live action thing they did that was, eh. Yeah, I didn't watch that. Yeah, because I don't care about live action trailer. I want to see awesome <laughs> gameplay. Yeah. And then just today, I noticed they put out the launch trailer for the game, and I looked and I watched it. And I was like, "Oh my goodness, this looks so good!" <laughs> and then I watched the trailer for Mass Effect Andromeda, oh. and I was like, yeah. "Like really? That's your first fucking? Tra- that's your first that's real trailer? All you've got for Fairly. Mass Effect? Like holy shit! This should be one of the most hyped games in the past five years." You're terrified of showing facial animation. That does not bode well. Mm. Yeah. And supposedly springish of next year? Nah, nah. Not at all. It looks nope. like. Well, um, the rumor is rumor today, Industry Insider Titus. Are we moving into headlines? Uh, no, you haven't talked about anything you've played. Ah, well, I am on vacation this week, which gives me nothing but time to play Yobawari, Exist Archive, and Tomb Raider. So, nice. I have been playing nothing but Darkest Dungeon and Overwatch. <laughs> 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 and and I, I used to write about how it really bothered me that I was playing games not to enjoy them, but just to play them and get them done. Yeah. And I, I realized that this is probably hurting my podcasty blogness now, <laughs> that I have gone so far in the opposite direction. I've ju- I'm just playing the things I want to play, but I'm enjoying video games more than I was. That's what matters. Yeah, I am. And I'm... Uh, I'm putting way more time into Tracer. Like I'm just, I just keep on fucking around with Tracer and having so much fun. I put together, uh, I put a, a put one video up on the blog today that is just one life on Tracer, and I end up getting like ten kills by the end of it and rolling through most of the enemy team. And some of these are like vicious kills. Like I duel a Bastion twice in this, and uh, and, it, and it feels really really cool. But uh, but then last night. I I'm I'm been screwing around lately with Tracer's sit emote because when a character goes into their sit emote they are locked in. You can't do anything else. You can't use any of your abilities. You can't move until you press a directional button and then your character will get up. You have to wait till her getting their getting up animation is finished and then you can move. Hmm. Except for Tracer. Tracer can blink while she's still sitting down. And her blink as the blink animation um, counts for part of her standing up animation. So I can be sitting on a capture point, just sitting there, doing nothing. A very, very tiny profile that not many players will even notice because she's so small. And then someone comes in and they see me and they start shooting at me. I can blink across the map before anything hits me. And they will chase me down. And then I can hit the rewind button, reappear on the point and sit down. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm having, I'm having a lot of fun with it. That's just straight trolling now. That's I, a little, a little bit. I was doing, I did it to a Reinhardt yesterday, where um, he he was he kept trying to kill me, and I just I just I'm just I go hello, and he runs up to me and he tries to flame strike me, and I just kind of step to the side, and he runs <laughs> up and he swings his hammer at me, and I'm behind him, and I go hello, and he turns around and he swings his hammer at me again, and I'm behind him, and I go hello, and oh, so he charges geez. through me, and I blink through him, and he turns around and I go hello. <laughs> See, you're turning into one of those people that make Call of Duty a bad thing. <laughs> no, I don't go around like teabagging people and all being right, assholes right. to the people on my team. I'm a, I'm a good-natured tracer. <laughs> yeah, I'm having, I'm still having tons of fun with it. The last clip show I put together, I wasn't really happy with how the music worked out. I was feeling very lazy. I was just like, look, this is all good footage. Here's a good song. Let's just go. Mm. The, I, the one I finished today, which is up on YouTube, but I haven't put it on the blog yet... I think it's really good. I think it's probably my best one since uh, since Inyata's putting in work. Hmm. I know that's a bold statement. Well, what's the song? Uh, it's "Your Dead" by The Brains. It's from uh, the Wet don't soundtrack. Know that song. Okay. Hmm. Oh, the yeah. Wet soundtrack. Ooh. That's right. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's. I'm, I'm also planning to do some uh, some hypnophonics too. Mm-hmm. But they're like their stuff is so rah, like angry. But if I can, that find doesn't work with Tracer. <laughs> No, this does, because okay. I, I just, I put so many super fast cuts in there. Like, uh, the chorus of this song is, you're dead, dead to me, you're dead, dead to you, you're dead. And every time they say dead, Tracer drops a pulse bomb on someone. <laughs> <laughs> or, or like, headshots a roadhog as he's healing and kills him before he can heal himself up. Uh, mm-hmm. So there's a lot of really fast cuts in it, and as soon as the, uh, 
as soon as the, the tracer being silly stuff starts and the like the actual action stuff starts, it's just two minutes that goes by in the blink of an eye because the action is happening so fast. Hmm. I feel really good about it. Cool. And in Darkest Dungeon, um, you know a cardboard or cardboard tube or the the admin or ex-admin on the Penny Arcade forums called Tube? Tube, no. yeah. Yeah, he's still there. Tube loves Darkest Dungeon. And he uh, he turned me on to the idea of a team comp that is all about damage over time skills. Hmm. So in the front row, you have like a Houndmaster. The Houndmaster can hit every enemy in the enemy line uh, for like one damage and then do a very small bleed on every enemy. And then behind him is an Abomination. An Abomination can hork bile <laughs> on the middle two rows. And it does no damage, but the damage over time that it creates is huge. A, um, a Jester behind them can again also hit the middle two rows with a bleed attack and then because a Vestal will refuse to serve with a, an Abomination, because she's religious and he's an Abomination, a, uh, um, an Occultist in the back to heal people. And this, like, I didn't think this team would work out, and I sent them into an area where they, their stress should have been just, like, through the roof, because two of them were, like, were phobic about animals, and one of them was afraid of this particular dungeon, and they just wrecked this place. Hmm. They just absolutely wrecked it, and... It was totally countered how I put things together because I like to have skills that can hit everywhere in the enemy line just in case there's an enemy back there I really need to hit. It doesn't matter because as soon as the dots bleed down those middle two rows, everything just kind of moves forward into the meat grinder. And half of your team, the uh, um, the Houndmaster and the uh, Abomination, both have stun skills. So you're wrecking and stunning everything I have. It's one of it's one of the most successful team comps I've ever put together. It's amazing. Yeah, that, that's like the one turn-based game I can think of that, like, the second you stop paying attention to what you're doing in combat, you get fucked. Yes. Yeah, and I've I've totally done that where I'm just like, okay, hit him, and instead of hitting him, I just do this slightly different skill, and now I'm fucked. Yeah, it's like, which color spider should I hit? Eh, red. Why the hell not? Oh, fuck, <laughs> the green ones are poison. Ah, yeah, I don't understand the difference between the between the colors because when I look at them, their stats are identical and their skills are identical. I don't know what the color difference means. Well, the green ones poison you, don't they? Well, one's called a spitter and one's called a weber. And, you know, those obviously have different skills. But <laughs> but uh, sometimes you'll have two webers, but one of them will be like this dark, angry red and the other one will be gray. What's the difference? I don't know. There seems to be no difference at all between the two. It's weird. Hmm. Yeah. It costs you sanity. <laughs> But still, just absolutely in life. And I'm, I'm kind of surprised that Darkest Dungeon on Vita is still... I still find it as compelling as I expected myself to. Usually when I hype a game this much, it arrives, I play it, okay, let's move on. Hmm. This game arrived, and I've already, I'd already put like 200 hours into the PC version. Fuck, I love it so much. I would marry this game if I could. <laughs> it's your Hugh Laurie. It is. It is. I, I could. I could stare into those blank, soulless eyes forever. <laughs> Listen to it sing to you. Play piano. Oh, what's so, the Sombra? Oh, uh, well, okay. Let's let's start up with headlines. <clears throat> uh, Overwatch's Sombra was finally revealed, and she is totally fucking crazy. Um, is she actually out out now, or is no, she in the test realms? Or she's she's on the PTR for PC. Okay. Uh, we can expect her on consoles probably middle of the month, fifteenth, I would say. Okay. Um, for free, correct? Oh, absolutely for free. Okay. Absolutely oh. for free. And um, her kit is amazing. Like, let me pull it up just so I don't make any mistakes here. Sombra is real and announced, and here's all the info. You. Okay, so she's got. Um, the only way she's an she's an offense character, but she is uniquely the only offense character with only one way to hurt anyone, and that's just her gun. That is the only way that she can deal damage to anyone ever, um, which is really unusual. She doesn't have an alt fire. She doesn't have a grenade. She doesn't even have an ult that will damage enemies. Um, mm. Her gun is is sounds really good, but people who've played her say her damage output is just not good enough. Um, it has a range like Soldier 76's automatic rifle. It has a spread like Tracer's pulse pistols, but it has a clip that's an, a third longer than 76's clip. So she holds down the trigger, and she's basically doing Tracer-esque damage for three seconds sustained, which Tracer can't do. 
tracer fires for a second, reload, fires for a second, reload. Um, but in order to make that count, you basically have to be aiming at a tank so the <laughs> spread isn't killing you and keeping a trigger held down and not getting killed while it's happening. The rest of her kit is all about escapes and weird shit like that. Um, she can turn invisible for six seconds. While she's invisible, she moves at double speed, which is huge. Um, while you're invisible, you can't be targeted by, like, Soldier 76's ult. McCree can't get you with Deadeye, but a Widowmaker's ult will still reveal you, which is like a, a wall hack for the entire team. Uh, Hanzo's Scatter Arrow will still reveal you. Um, and that just is kind of an escape and allows her to get into position to use her abilities. Her other active skill is a hack where she has to channel for 1.2 seconds she has to look at an enemy within 15 yards and hold down this button and if the target breaks line of sight the hack fails if the, if she gets damaged while she's trying to hack the hack fails if she succeeds in the hack the enemy that she's targeted can't do anything except use their primary fire for how long um, I think it's six seconds, which is an absolute eternity in Overwatch. Mm, yeah. A half a second, a McCree stun is an eternity in Overwatch. Um, so that is pretty huge. Like, basically, most characters' survivability depends upon those skills, those active skills that they have. And she just takes those away. So we'll see how powerful that becomes. Um, you're going to have to be really sneaky to use it. Because once people figure out there's a Sombra out there they're going to be on the defense. They're going to be like, you're going to have Winston just kind of shooting willy-nilly to try to, like, you know, reveal the Sombra. Anyway. What's her health like compared to the other characters? 200. So she has 50 more than Tracer. Um, as, a, as a Tracer main, I'm jealous of 200. But 200 is not much. 200 is, like, as much as Mercy's got. And, mm -hmm. and you get cut down like that when someone's focus firing you. Mm. Um, but again, she has another escape. She has a thing called a translocator beacon. She can throw it, and the throw is actually pretty generous on this. You can go pretty far with it. Uh, when she teleports to it, it will stay wherever she's put it for 15 seconds. Any time in that 15 seconds, you can teleport back to it. And once you teleport back to it, another 15 second, or another six, pardon me, a six second cooldown begins before you can use it again. Mm. She can also use her hack skill on health packs that will deny the enemy the enemy team the ability to use that health pack, and when someone on her team picks up the health pack, it will regenerate three times faster than normal. So what she can do is hack a health pack, drop her translocator beacon, go and get into a fight, wait until her health gets low, teleport back, grab the health pack, uh, drop another transport beacon, go right back in. So she should be incredibly survivable. Um, but again... For an offense class, she doesn't have much damage output. Her mm. ult is crazy. It destroys all shields and barriers. So Reinhardt's shield goes down, Zarya's bubbles go away, and it hacks every enemy in the radius. So even if a Reinhardt is shielding his team, that uh, her ult goes off uh, on the other side of the shield, everyone on his team is going to be affected by it. They're all going to be hacked for six seconds. She also has a passive where if anyone on the enemy team is at less than 50% health, she can see them through walls anywhere on the map. What? Whoa. Yeah. So her kit, like Anna's, is fucking insane. I don't think she's actually going to be as successful or popular a DPS as people are thinking. I th she's almost a hybrid support because she's all about debuffing the enemy team, uh, denying them area through hacking those health packs. But she's not really great at killing things. Or she's not designed to be great at killing things. So why is things. she in offense? I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like she she would be a fine defense hero. It would be fine to put her there. All the defense heroes were originally considered offense heroes anyway. Um, but she's really like the least pure offense class there is. Um, her kit is insane. It's going to cause a ton of people a lot of headaches. Um... But I don't think she's going to, like, shatter the meta. She's designed to shatter the tank-heavy compositions that we see a lot in pro play right now, where everyone is kind of um, around these three tanks, and no one can get through these three tanks. Sombra drops in, uses her ult, all those tank skills go away. You can't protect anyone now, you're all going to die. Mm. Um, and that's pretty much it. So Sombra is definitely very interesting, but uh, she's not going to replace any of the pure DPS classes. Oh, so the point of the hack is you can drop behind a tank, hack the tank, and then your spread fire will take care of it. That's right. Oh, nice. But um, 
most tanks Sombra would not want to tangle with. <laughs> like, um... She just doesn't have the health to manage it and doesn't do the damage to kill them before they get her. No, exactly. Like, the only reason I fuck with tanks as Tracer is because Pulse Bomb. Because I have that... Uh, and that's the only additional damage option that Tracer has, is to shoot the pistols, drop a Pulse Bomb on them. And then that Pulse Bomb does 400 damage instantly, um, which is huge against a tank. It basically allows you to one-shot most of the tanks in the game. Um, Sombra can't do that. She has to sit there shooting at this thing. And meantime, meanwhile, this thing is probably shooting back. <laughs> and with her tiny little health pool, and she's, she's got a small little hitbox, too. Like, she's a smaller character like Mercy or, or, or Diva when she's out of her mech. But, um, yeah. She's interesting. She's very interesting. And people are definitely going to find interesting ways to, to ruin she your worth, day with that kid. Was she worth the wait, this elaborate uh, teasing that Blizzard's been no, doing? No, the, the, the tease that Blizzard did was epically f- awful. <laughs> it was super bad. They, they even admitted that, you know, they're not great at ARGs. No, you're really not. Like, this took... <laughs> the, the plan all year was to unveil her at BlizzCon, apparently. Um, which she did, as everyone predicted, by hacking the presentation. Mm. So, not um, really. But uh, one thing I'm kind of disappointed with the character was uh, she's shown her symbol throughout the ARG was the uh, the candy skull. Okay. I like this Dios de los Muertos skull. Yeah. And when she's finally revealed, she looks... She very much has kind of the, the design of, of a female character in a Disney cartoon. Yeah, kind Evil of. or good, yeah. And I was like Disney really... Descendants. One of the things I really liked about um, Anna, or Anna, is that she is really kind of unusual for, uh, uh, even just with among the Overwatch f- ladies. Yeah. She is not one of these big, doe-eyed, kind of, could-have-been-a-Disney-princess characters. Sombra could have been a Disney princess. Or the daughter of the evil king who's trying to kill the Disney princess. Like, or, she honestly, very much has Kim Possible. Look. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I was kind of hoping for something a little darker, a little more Reaper-esque. Um, but, you know, she's... At the same time, I should not be bitching, because this is a AAA game where the biggest news of the year is the reveal of a female Latin hero. Mm-hmm. Like that's, you gotta you know, know she's got a skin with, with the, you know, the sugar skull face paint. I'm all about that. She does. Uh, yeah. One of her highlight intros... Uh, when she gets play of the game, it will look like, say, Tracer, play of the game, and then it'll go, Sombra, boop, she hacked you. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's pretty cool. So that Is was it always me- Tracer, though? No, it, it, it could be anyone on her team, nice. chosen at random. So apart from that, that was kind of a mediocre BlizzCon, because they had, they announced, what, one new character for Diablo 3, which is happening, like, next year. And then, what, they're remaking Diablo 1, the Diablo 3 engine, I think? In that's, Diablo that's, 3. Yeah. Yeah, in Diablo 3 itself. So, I know there are people hoping for, like, an HD remake of Diablo 2, which would be sweet. But, yeah, that's... I kind of thought they'd do something more. Yeah, you'd think there'd be an announcement of, like, a new World of Warcraft expansion or something. Yeah. Or a new I, Diablo. It's too soon for a new Diablo. Yeah, you're right. It's only been what six like, what? years, something yeah. like that. No, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's been it's, a while. It's been a while, but still, it's too. too it's too soon. I don't think so. Well, I don't know. I well, I'd, if they're still I'd making money it. off Diablo three, is the thing. Like, if they're making enough money off Diablo three, they're doing another expansion for it. Okay. I mean, it's, it's not even a full expansion. I don't think it's just that new uh, necromancer, right? Well, That's still, the character. Still, he's not going to be free, of course. But anyway, uh, does anyone care about StarCraft two anymore? Uh, not if you're not from Korea. That's true. And and most of them are into Overwatch now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Korea just stomped in the Overwatch Open like it wasn't even funny. I don't know which match it was, but there was a match earlier in the day where they were winning so hard that they switched their heroes to, like, uh, troll heroes, like Torbjorn and Symmetra. Oh, that God. Just just as, like, I don't know, like as, like, a disrespectful middle finger to the other team. Like, you're so bad we can take you with Symmetra. It was oh, pretty... Yeah, it was not very that's good harsh. for him. That's harsh. But yeah, they just spanked everyone else in the world hard. It wasn't even a contest. <laughs> anyway. Uh, picks, oh, uh, Darkest Dungeon may come to Xbox One. Um, the, uh, the devs talked about bringing it to consoles, or other consoles on Twitter. 
and uh, one of their fans uh, said, does that mean it's going to come to Xbox One? And Darkest Dungeon favorited that tweet. So it's mm. possible, but they've also favorited my tweets about getting it physical on Vita, so who knows. Um, also this week they announced it has officially sold over a million copies. That's most that's of them nice. on PC. Yeah. Uh, pixel art platformer The Deer God will come to PS4 and Vita in early 2017. I was so happy Yay. when I heard that. Oh, like the game was not good, though. It really wasn't. Really? Yeah, the game was free on Xbox Games with Gold, and it oh. was boring. I don't know. I mean, it, it was. It felt kind of procedurally generated, and it felt kind of like it had some Metroidvania thing going on there, where you had to like pass on certain things to your your children. But yeah, I I tried, and Ooh. I gave up on it pretty quick. So well, I am thrilled. Well, it looks gorgeous. Like I'm not happy with the diagnosis you've just given it, but yeah, it really but wasn't I'm still thrilled. Bad. No, I wasn't thrilled with it. No, the, no. the game never even hit its kicks or its its Vita stretch goal, and it's still coming. So that's amazing to me. All right. Okay. Now, do you guys remember seeing concept art for a game of like a snowy pasture in England, with some guys standing there in like World War II gear, but there's like a giant walking mech coming towards them? Yeah, like I steampunk mech. That is uh, RTS called Iron Harvest, which is coming to Xbox One, PS4, and PC um, sometime next year, apparently. Hooray. I wonder if that has anything to do with Ring of Red. I don't think so. Do you, do you remember that game? It was no. an old Ring of Red was an old PS2 game, um, which was very similar. It was alternate history with mechs in World War II. Hmm. Um, strategy-ish. There was some action, some strategy. It was like really close to PS2 launch, back when there was nothing to play. These we guys were, we, might be ripping that off. It's <laughs> possible, yeah. God, PS2 launch was so dire. You had that, you had Summoner. Oof. I have oh. a copy of Did Summoner. Did you have Jack and Daxter? No, that wasn't even close to launch. Oh, that's right. That was next year. Yeah. Did you actually ever play Summoner, though? No, yes. I just bought it because I was collecting. See, and I, I, found I, it a pawn shop. I played Summoner, and I actually went so far as playing Summoner 2 at one point in time because I have problems with self abuse. But <laughs> Well, the reason I got it was I was like, I was getting into, I was really getting into games at the time, and so I was like, paying attention to Metacritic. And one of the PS2 games, or PS2 RPGs, with the highest Metascore was actually Summoner. Seriously? Because, oh. just because it launched so early, that compared to everything else, it was really, really good. There was nothing was else like, to play. Yeah. It was like, um, what was it, uh, oh god, that beautiful, beautiful JRPG at the launch of the PS3. Oh god, it was like, fa it was like Fairy Folk and everything. Oh yeah! You know what I'm talking about. I know yeah. what I'm talking yeah, yeah. about. Yeah. That game was not good, though. <laughs> yeah, but it was so beautiful, anyway. Yeah. I really wish we could name it. Uh, Samurai Souls like Neo will be published by Sony in North America and Europe. They have learned from that whole not publishing Dark Souls thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it wasn't Dark Souls. It was uh, Demon Souls, wasn't it? Yeah, Demon Souls. Yeah, they didn't started publish Demon's Souls. Yep. Oops. Mafia 3 is officially 2K's fastest-selling game ever, beating out Bioshock and Borderlands. It moved over 4.5 million units in its first week. Fantastic. Too bad the game's not supposed to be that great. Yeah, like, I guess those ads really did something, but they were amazing ads. Yes, they were. And, and you, you know, black protagonists on top of that, that's good news. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, like anyone saying, oh, you can't have, like, a, my, you can't have a minority as the face of your game, that's fucking bullshit. 4.5 million copies in a week. Plus, it wasn't like this game was shying away from, you know, the racial aspect anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was a better game. I'm definitely going to look into it when it's cheap. I, yeah. In fact, I have Mafia Two that I just like found for 15 bucks one day. Never tried it, but uh, but I just because of those freaking ads. When I see this for a decent price, if I see this for 40 bucks on on like Black Friday or or Boxing Day, I'm totally going to snap it up. Yeah, I pay 30 bucks just to watch the cutscenes. Yeah, <laughs> nice. yeah. Uh, it was revealed this week that Grand Theft Auto Five. Has shipped seventy million copies. Dear oh gosh, doesn't that blow your? You could, you could buy a medium-sized country with that money. Uh, in fact, some may, some may already have. <laughs> um, yeah, like that's, and yeah, when I say two K's fastest-selling game, that's that's two K the developer, not not two K's publisher take two. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> confusing. Um, 
physical copies of The Last Guardian exist. Uh, I have seen it videotaped. I have seen the, the box being opened. I've seen that there's a disc inside the boss. This is real and it's happening. But but is there anything on the disc? That disc could just be a link to download the game. I didn't yeah, watch it. And watch. is it six years past anyone giving a shit? I don't well, think it yeah, is. No. I'll play it. That's the thing. How many people are going to play it just because we've been waiting for it for so long? And we just we, That's we have why to I'm know. Going to play we it. have to know. That's one hundred percent why I'm going to play it. I no. bet you. When that fan was like, "The dog dies at the end," right? They were like, "Oh, fuck, dude!" Spoilers, spoilers, dude. <laughs> we got to change this whole fucking thing. <laughs> well, there's two of them, aren't there? I swear, you run into a, sec- a second one of the little Griffin things. I believe that might. I don't know why I feel that that's true, but I do. I, th- I feel the truth. I saw a trailer with ooh, truthiness. Yeah. Ooh, close to truth, but yeah. <laughs> it feels true. Yeah, and if it feels true, it is true, right? That's certainly what we've learned. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have to back off this. <laughs> oh, finally! I, I'm sorry. I just floated on my body for a second. <laughs> <laughs> drink more. Drink more. Drink more. I'm I'm almost out. No, oh, come on. Finally, Akuma has been confirmed for Street Fighter V. He will be playable at PSX on December 3rd. Yay! Well, I mean, I don't care that much because I'll never play him, but yay, more characters. Why would you um, play him? Uh, well, he's pretty execution-heavy, honestly. I'm not that oh. good. Uh, Akuma always has been. In Street Fighter Four. Akuma was very vortex-heavy, where it's like he'd hit you, knock you down, and then he's got like three or four different options that all look the same coming at you at the same time, and you have to guess. And if you guess wrong, there's a quarter of your health gone. So... Um, but he was never really, really super top tier. He's just so recognizable. Um, pretty much every Street Fighter game eventually had him in it. If not right away, he shows up eventually. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's right there with Ryu and Ken for characters that are always there. So it's it's almost like Capcom's going, okay, we, we maybe maybe we went a little too weird with some of these characters and leaving off like the big faces like Akuma and Sagat. Yeah. is a problem. So um, he isn't... It's not really clear if he's the end of Season 1 or if he's the beginning of Season 2. Rumor has it he's going to be free, which would be brilliant, just to get people, you know, more goodwill towards the game. Um, I I don't know. I hope he's different enough from 4 that he's interesting again. Because I don't... I got tired of watching him in 4. Because he was so similar of what's going on. I actually played Street Fighter V for the first time in, I want to say, a month, maybe two months, and it did not go well. <laughs> well, because I, I, I was between things. I had nothing to play, and, and so I'm, I, I just loaded it up, and, and someone on the PA forums who started with Street Fighter V, who I would just stomp months ago when the game came out, it's like, hey, you want to play? I'm like, sure, we'll play. And, oh, God, you could tell he'd been playing like nonstop since the game came out, and I am lazy and took a month off because it was it was unpleasant. It was a beaten, solid beaten. But that proves that there's skill to the game that you can lose. And I've been playing things that make me bad at Street Fighter, which is why Chance plays nothing that makes him bad at uh, Overwatch. Just keep coming back to that. So it's gotten very quiet. <laughs> I think Chance, Chance muted himself. Sorry, I thought I thought I had unmuted myself. No, no, you're um, there. No, I'm. Uh, I stopped playing comp like completely. I've only been playing quick play for probably the last week or two weeks, even actually. Hmm, okay. And I want those golden guns. I want those golden guns on tracer, but not so much that I want to stress myself out with comp. Which I is weird. see losing ranked bothers me. Losing to this guy was a little embarrassing, but it didn't make me mad because I was almost like proud of this guy, like. Three, four months ago, he was terrible. And today, he was beating me. And that's not that I'm good. It's just that he has improved where he has gotten past where I was. And I haven't improved because I haven't been playing. So, proof that, you know, I either either, either need to give up on it entirely or I should practice more. One of the two. <laughs> it depends I hope on okay you enjoy the, it. I hope it's okay on the pro. I just thought of that. Because I've got... I'm, I had my stick modded so it works on everything. But that's no guarantee it's going to work on the pro. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'll put out a firmware upgrade for it. For All right, the, guys. I gotta scoot a second. But before I go, one thing I've heard to say about Doctor Strange, I was a little worried that, like, since, like, you know, the character's a doctor and becomes, like, imbued with, like, you know, 
Eastern medicine. Like I was worried like it would be like, you know, Eastern mythology good, Western medicine bad. But they found a they made this really interesting scene that combines them both and makes hmm. them both useful. Hmm. And I thought that was a really nice touch. Hmm. Actually it, respectful it, to the different kinds of medicine. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And like they, it, that, that it's a it's an action scene and it plays into like stuff being done in surgery affecting other shit. It's, it was really well done. Well, the Marvel machine is not going to stop. They, they have make good, good stuff. ideas left in that engine. Yeah, well, let's see how Black Panther does. Oh, that's next year. Next year, whenever that actually hits. Anyway, sounds like we're about to lose Alex, so we're going to call it a night. Alex, it, it's going to be okay eventually. Uh, yeah, sure, why not? It will I mean, be. Maybe will not be. today, maybe not tomorrow. But, but it's going to be okay. But, but someday. Soon, someday soon for the rest of your life. Yeah, I, I, mean, either I, that. I hope he does a good job. Keep hope. I yeah. <laughs> don't know about that. But anyway, thanks for joining us, Alex. Chance, do, do you have a room for let just in case either of us are chased out of the country? Uh, actually, we do have quite a bit of room. Hey, there you go. How's I the should... job market? <laughs> I've always wanted to... Where are you? You're not in Toronto. You're in... No, no, I'm in uh, Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Ooh, yeah. I've heard good things. No. <laughs> no, actually, no it, it is, it, Winnipeg is a really good town, actually. It's, it's, uh, it's about 600,000 or 700,000 people. So it's fairly small. But we, we are the Christmas capital of Canada. Uh, per capita, we are absolutely the, uh, the car theft capital of Canada. Yeah. Uh, we're, I, we're a couple years we're the murder capital of Canada. Oh, wow. Um, we're the greenest city in Canada. We have more trees and foliage than any other, per kind of acre, than any other city in the country. And we have like a huge arts community. We have all kinds of festivals. It is actually a pretty pretty cool town, but you have to survive winter here to enjoy it. Uh-huh. We also have the Canadian Human Rights Museum. Human rights are pretty important to us Canadians. We respect all people and hey, cultures. Hey, hey, hey. Not, that, not that you totally would know anything there about that. No mass deportations. Uh, <laughs> they can't okay, deport no, no. us, right? Yeah. Anyway, okay. We promise. We promise. We did. We did promise. Us. Well, yeah, yeah. More next week. Chance, thanks for joining us. My pleasure. Everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, trust us, it'll get better eventually. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in a week. Here's a little song I wrote. You might want to sing it note for note. Don't worry. Be happy In every life we have some trouble But when you worry you make it double Don't worry Be happy Don't worry, be happy now Don't worry Be happy No place to lay your head Somebody came and took your bed Don't worry Be happy The landlord say your rent is late He may have to litigate Don't worry Be happy Look at me, I'm happy